right to a gunfight. They gon' always do it twice when it's done right. I remember riding around to the sun like, come on. Ain't tryna argue, so I hung up. These boy fresh with it on me, know how I pop out. That bullshit is not important, what I'm about about. Don't play with baby, I give you something to cry about. That's a dime, that's for you and for your friends to fly out. Every time we outside, that she be going up. I got women trying to get at me like you been growing up. Really, I know you see what's happening, I'm steady blowing up. I know niggas want me to fall, but I'm steady going up here. Starting from the bottom, how the fuck I'm up here? If you really came from nothing, then you know how that feel. Ain't no inches, only steppers, that's the way that I live. Put some inches, only blisters, yeah, that's what I did. Hardcore frozen, got my mindset on where however this shit go. Still kinda nervous, hoping nobody would notice it. At the point I met you, slow me down, you fucking on my focus, bro. I'm really on some motion. Ain't been on the scene that much, I'm someone getting loaded. Ain't talking about weed that I smoke or the lean I pulled it. I'm talking about this money, I'm saving up, I been in the tuck. Fucking with me, winning the lottery, ain't hey, who feeling lucky. Know some real ones ready to slide with me if I press the button. People who didn't really been down for me, they don't ask for nothing. Keeping it one million, I'm too real to say that I'm a hunter. You are not the one, cause you got money. Real shit. I don't know what they told you, but you got me fucked up. You see how we walked in? You can't see we run stuff I got a thing out the box I hate being bunched up Glad that I been through a lot It made me a monster I done seen this shit get grimy I can't have no conscience See I'm trying to call me and all But it's only one of me If I came in this world alone Why I get lonely Can someone come and thaw my heart I think it's frozen I don't feel a lot of this shit I can't even hold you Catch me in the hammers With Mike Rubin or hold them Or catch me in the hood With a Lamborghini with a doze up I can't even lie It broke my heart I heard you told something Gotta keep my fire on my jacket It's a cold world She with me when he go out to practice this a cold girl She a goblin She don't ever stop And make it toes, girl Baby, I'm sorry For putting our business I know you too cool For a loser You could be winning out here You keep it wet I'm gonna invest Support your swimming line Don't worry about that Just do your best I promise you'll be fine You let that shit Come out your mouth Now you can't press Rewind and stuck there Five million cash All blues You get a rush, yeah I don't need a nigga Or a bitch Who the fuck cares You the one that's really sour I ain't even gonna go there You was supposed to be here But oh well I don't know what they told you But you got me fucked up You see how we walked in and we're back for another episode of the Argon Brothers Podcast. Fellas, how you doing today? We good. I need you, baby. I need you. It's good weather, though. It's good weather. It's good weather. I, I can deal with this. I can deal with this. It's like 65 degrees outside, though. Man, it's perfect. Perfect weather. You can wear shorts, you know, throw your long pants on, short sleeve shirt, and still be like and easy. Like and easy. I can dig it, pimp. Hey, it's, I mean, listen, it's 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 doable. I mean, it's a little weird in June, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, July, man. but it's it's doable. I mean, hopefully it ain't next week because you know I ain't, I can't be here, man, because I gotta be utilizing my ticket. Just that next week, I'm down there somewhere in the water. Mm. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday concerts. Okay, so hey, man, listen, something in the water gotta show me something because <laughs> that that ticket. It, it better be worth your while for the whole weekend. Right, that ticket it started off at, I want to say two fifty. Mm. I think it went. I think it started for two fifty. I think if you had like a previous ticket, I think it was two fifty. It went up to three hundred, and then it went up to three. It sold out at that level, so that tier sold out at two fifty. Sold out at three hundred. Sold out at three fifty, mm. and now it's like Ooh. at four hundred. But that's not bad though. If you realize, like it's the whole weekend, it's the whole entire weekend. Jenna. I would, I would. That's actually cheap. It matters who. 
It matters who's performing. Right? No, it matters who's who pocket it comes it, out. True, true. I remember but when Jay Z and uh, Mary J came. Three hundred ticket. Bro, that joint was high as a three hundred a ticket. Woo, that was a starting price, bro. That's what I'm saying. So you I, got four hundred for three. I don't days? recall because that ain't bad. What concert was this? Jay Z and, and Mary. Mary J. I think I went to that. I don't recall a, a, it. A Capital One. It was high. I don't yeah. remember that cost because I didn't pay for it. <laughs> but, I ticket, do because I paid. Up to dad. I bought a yeah, ticket. Ticket. Ticket was. Like, oh, you had dad had the sweep. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sweep it. It was high though. So four hundred for three days. That's not bad though. But well, and depending on you know, I said depending on the artist who who you got coming. Yeah. Like, and that, so, it, but overall four hundred for a three day concert. That's that's not bad at all. And, it, mean, and the city gonna be wild. It's gonna have oh, a lot of. The city gonna be open. Gonna be down at the National Mall. Oh, it's gonna be on. So, but it's it's ninety five. Let everybody know now. If you, you ain't you ain't thought about it, you coming? It's ninety. I think it's eighty five to ninety five. Take a shuttle. If you're not from this area and you listen to us, you're coming up for that festival, let me just give you a quick little advice real quick. So not only is it $85.95 for the shuttle, you're not going to be able to go downtown D.C. So if you come down 14th Street Bridge, no. Uh, <laughs> if you come down 66 across East Street, is nope. that East Street Bridge? Bridge? Yeah. No. Don't do that because you're trying to take independence, take yeah. that little right off of independence. No. <laughs> you're going to go on the backside with the Constitution. Don't come down there. No. Just walk. Just take the metro, yep. ride a bicycle, scooter, or a scooter, something of that nature, or take that shuttle. I get you a hotel a in the city. It's a wrap, and even if you get a hotel in the city, major, major bread. You gonna you gonna pay, exactly. and you about to walk, so it doesn't really matter. So it's 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 a it's a combination of a lot of different things, but you know, be there to enjoy the show, but don't act a fool because I'm trying to get I'm trying to be safe, but <laughs> it's gonna be packed. You better get your Brooks, Sacconis, New Balance, everything. You better get them. Man, I'm about to get I'm Crocs. About to, I'm Crocs. Something. I'm wearing the most raggedy shoes I got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to you know do that. Mean? You got to well, do that. These need to be well broke then. <laughs> they they fresh, fresh by the feet. Man, no. The fresh jeans. Trying to be, trying to be fresh. fresh. LX. <laughs> trying to wear your freshest. You be hurting. Nah, cuz. Oh, this, man. Is not, this is not the event for a fresh situation. This is going to be one of those events where... You need to, you need to, what they say, you need to know the assignment. Know the assignment. Know the assignment, man, because this is not going to be it. Know what you're getting hey, into. This is not going to be it. Hey, you need to wear them junk when you're back in the day. Your mom and dad say, man, when you get home from school, put them shoes on. Don't put them schools, don't no, go out there with them school, school shoes on. I'm wearing the most dusty sneaks I got. Because you know it's going to be dusty out there. Without People question. be out there doing the most. Nah, bro, I'm cool with that. You're going to do a lot of walking, too, so. A lot of walking. A lot of walking, man, so. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to see what for real got together. It's supposed to be a lot of a lot of people. Yes, sir. A lot of folks, man. It's gonna be a lot of folks out there, bro. A lot, a lot of people. You sure y'all want to try to get out there, man? And turn up, you know what I mean? We got a show to record. Oh, <laughs> work still gotta be done. Yeah, work gotta be I done. I love it. I love that. I love that. I love that. Album, we still record. Yes, sir. I love that. Listen, yes, sir. I love the fact that you guys are still focused, driven, and holding it down, man. Okay, we gonna get listen, it done. I, I I love that you, you we put that type of philosophy in the, in in our, in our work ethic. Love that man. So let's get to the first topic. Let's do a recap of what happened last night. Big game. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of missed shots. A lot of hit shots. Bro. Steph Curry. Chef Chef Curry played absolutely phenomenal. Forty three points. Finally had a big fourth quarter. Took it home for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay played good in the fourth. Did a little work, and you know, and hey. Boston, who had a chance, yeah. didn't get it done. So, 
I think even more remarkable is that Steph did that with all that toxin tox tox what was it toxicity going on with his parents. Yeah, that's all that all that back and forth, all that uh changing partners type situation going uh, crazy. on, crazy. going on in the background, bro. The fact that you can stay that focused and ball like that, brother, I commend you. I'm gonna give you a quick little applause right here for that because you balled out. Let's give let's talk about that game, man. Yes, sir. What was your thoughts of that game in totality? I think I think uh, Golden State came in with a game plan, knowing that they needed to win this game, and they looked at they looked at Steph and said, "Dude, you got to carry us." At the end of the day, if you're the face of the franchise, you got to carry us. You know, Clay played decent. You know, he had uh, 18 points. You know, he was seven for 17. Um, Looney gave him some big minutes, getting backside rebounds. You know, when they were missing shots. When they would double go to the basket, he, he got a couple of points. Uh, Poole played better. He had 14 points last night. But they needed Steph to be Steph. And if you're the face of the franchise, this is the kind of performances that, that, that he's going to have to continue to do in order for him to win a championship because it's going to be tough. I mean, even though Boston and from Boston's point of view, they let one slip away. I mean, you got Marcus Smart taking three-pointers at the end of the game where Jason Tatum or Brown should be taking them shots or even go to the basket. And I think this way, that's what got them in trouble when the game was still close. They started shooting, started shooting more threes. I mean, they started letting him shoot threes, you know, instead of the main guy shooting threes and, or getting to the basket. And Tatum, you got to quickly turn the ball over. I think that is what killed Boston last night. They'll get a little lead, and then they'll start turning the ball over, which gave Golden State um, more chances to get back in the game. So I think from all in all, it was a great game, an exciting game. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, Steph – put his team on his back, and carried him to the victory. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those legacy-type performances because I think if they'd have lost that game, series over. And for him to put him on his back with seven three-pointers, 43 points, the 10 rebounds, it was one of those finals performances where you're going to talk about it for a long time. Because what, what, what was the narrative with Steph back in the day? He, he struggled in the NBA, yeah. finally played the Cavs a lot. Can he get it done? Is he too frail? He put them on their back last night when they needed because nobody could throw that bitch in the Boston Ocean or Atlantic <laughs> Ocean, dog, for real. Clay was struggling. Wiggins had his moments. Uh, Wiggins was was very feisty. He was on the boards a lot. Uh, I think he had like 16 rebounds, so that was huge. Um, and we talk, I talked about this probably, what, probably two shows ago after game one. They had to get Gary Payton Jr. some minutes. Mm-hmm. Right, defensively last night they were making Boston work. Mm-hmm. Right, and Boston for whatever reason, man, they taking so many tough shots. Like nothing is easy. And then Tatum, bro, yeah, this is the moment where people question you about being a superstar. Mm-hmm. Prior to this, man, Tatum is a star. Tatum has arrived. We can't have you every other game showing up when you know when the lights are bright. You can't have just three points in the fourth quarter when it's a tight game. Mm-hmm. Right. The turnovers, and it's been the whole the whole playoffs. Mm-hmm. Every time they turn it over, just carelessly, they losing, mm-hmm. right? Like then, what I didn't like, you saw Steph was in his bag early. Every time he came out that pick and roll, they had Al Harford on him, and Al Harford he can do solid work on defense, but he's not going to keep Steph off the dribble. Mm-hmm. Steph was getting to the basket, creating for other people. Why not trap him, mm-hmm. right? Nobody could throw the ball in the ocean early. Clay was just shooting bricks. Uh, you throw it to uh, Jordan Poole. He was struggling early. He had a couple shots, got his confidence going. 
But I couldn't let Curry keep getting those wide open shots every single time. And I think at a fault, Boston thinks their defense is so great, they feel like they can continue to switch one-on-one. But last night, I would have tried to trap him sometime, at least change it up. Because he was in his bag early, you can tell like the excitement was. They was losing, and he talking to the bench like he was. Oh, he was like he was going at yeah. it. But overall, bro, I think this is the game that Boston will kick themselves if they lose this series. Because I think if they'd have won tonight, it'd have been over five or even six. But I think now, I think Golden State definitely has the upper hand. I mean, they have the upper hand because they're going home. I mean, they're the home the home court advantage switches. You get a chance to play at home. That makes perfect sense. You can go now. You know you. You're gonna Jordan Poole's play better at home, one hundred percent. The bench plays better at home, one hundred percent. You know, it, it's just it's just a luxury that they have having home court advantage, and you guys play better at home. And mm-hmm. so, kicking yourself and in, in, kicking yourself in the ass probably is going to come from the fact they're not being able that that Boston could have stole well, not stolen, but they would have had three games to eliminate them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Instead of having now. It being basically a three game series, yep. you know they would have had game five, game six, and game seven to eliminate. Yep. So and it works a little bit better when you have those opportunities, right? Um, Clay played well in the fourth, did a little a little damage in the fourth. I think um, the problem I had with, the, I mean, Steph did what Steph did. He's been averaging over thirty in the series. I mean, he had a forty point game, probably like ten more than his average. That that's good. That's great. Boston still had the chance to win the game, even though Steph was in his bag. But the thing I wanted to see and I didn't understand was how Boston allowed Golden State to beat them on the boards. Mm-hmm. Build them. I mean, they, I mean, if you watch how. Um, Looney. Not just Looney. Shit, Wiggins had, Wiggins Wiggins was, had Wiggins like 16. 17 and 16 boards. Yeah, 16. And that to me just, that's, 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 not, that's not acceptable. Yeah. You can't allow that to happen with a team. When a team like you're like, Boston's the better team. Yeah, but you can't have those type of lapses in your game plan or in your play if you're trying to win the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. I, that to me, just it it, it wasn't a. It, you knew that you were doomed to lose if you allowed Golden State, and Golden State has been playing well on the boards all playoff long. Mm-hmm. But you have the upper hand, and you have the advantage, and a lot of times when wings are crashing for a block, you just didn't see guys come to the board. Back side. On the backside and block out. Um, and to me, I mean, Tatum and his <laughs> his turnovers are killing them. Yeah. They are killing them all across the board. I mean, we know they don't have a, a true, point true point guard, but the fact that it means is you got the ball in your hands probably 60, 70% of the game. You got to do a better job making decisions. Yep. A lot of his passes were just erratic. Just were whether they'll sell out of bounds or they get tipped. Or he was jumping the air to throw the ball. Come on, man. You got to know that. Whether he got the the uh, the uh, offensive foul, running through Wiggins. Like, these are the type of plays you, you're just – I don't understand what he's really doing. Get on the block more. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's more acceptable for him to take it from that angle and get on the block and mix your game up. Yeah. Too many times him and Jalen Brown are doing too much one-on-one dribbling yep. at, at the elbow, trying to go around somebody. And it's not always working. Mm-hmm. You know, they did a better job with utilizing one-on-one matchups, going at the Steph, joining the Jordan Poole. They kind of went away from that as well at times. Um, I mean, and then they weren't as physical this game. It was a very – game three, they were very physical. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
They play a very physical game. Game four, they play a very finesse game. And even though Draymond couldn't put his imprint, you, there were other players, like we talk about Wiggins, who played more physical and just went in there and got the ball. Yeah. So my next question up is, we just talked about Tatum and Brown, and and now we talk about, we're going to talk about, we talk about Tatum and Brown and how they played in that game and how they had too many turnovers and plays that just left too many too many baskets to be made. But what about the rest of the Celtics? Like, what did you see from guys like uh, Al Hawford? What did you see from, um, I can't think of his name right now. Smart. Marcus Smart. Some of the other guys out there, Williams. What did you see from them that could have got those guys over the hump, even though Tatum didn't play his best game? What did you see from them? Did you see anything from them as far as their play that says, hey, you should be more confident going into game five in Golden State? Where you go to? Start that off. I don't think you'd be more confident, right, because I said as they protect the ball, it seems like their defense gets better. Um, Marcus Smart going to give you what he give you, and like from an offensive standpoint. I don't think – even in college, like he was a big-time scorer, and he kind of changed when he got to the NBA – but if he can give you 15. He gave you 18. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. if giving you that, like, I'll take that. But for me, I need him to be more aggressive on defense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes change it up, pick up Steph full court. Like, make Steph work to get those shots that he's getting. And then when they're coming off the pick and roll, if they're going to continue to have Al Harford or, or Williams, Ronald Williams, number 44, you know, cover Steph, they can't sink. Right? Mm-hmm. They got to step up and make Steph either shoot a long three or reroute, or you're going to blow by me and I'm going to help – my defense is going to have to help me behind me. But for me, they got to take better shots, though. Like, they shoot so many threes, and it's today's NBA, but it's a lot of forced threes. And like J.D. say, like, Brown and Tatum, if you're going to continue to go one-on-one, you feed into the Warriors' defense, mm-hmm. right? And you got to find other ways to get some easier shots. You know, get get on the block. You know, post up when you got the mismatch or you got the double team, you know, you got the, um, the mismatch. So for game five, I'm not confident because they turn the ball over. And you're going to continue to get beat on the boards. The Warriors are going to have so many second opportunities. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to get them wide open threes off the rebound. So I'm not as confident if they don't continue to pick up their defense and not let Steph just come off that pick and roll just so easily. Like He don't need much space. Exactly. Well, you're going to crowd him to make him back up with the dribble. And if he shoot it then, then he just you know, shake his hand and go down. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I just think Boston – like you said, when they have that one-on-one matchup with Tatum and Brown just dribbling the ball one-on-one, they don't have no movement. Yeah, You just see everybody standing around the three-point line begging for the doggone basketball, and it's like, wait a minute, can y'all cut to the basket? Because y'all making it easy for Looney and them to get rebounds because y'all not even cutting to the basket. You know, at plenty of times when Tatum went to the paint, you had nobody move to the basket. You just had everybody looking at them go one-on-one. Brown did the same thing, everybody looking at them. And I think that's where, like, Williams – uh, these other guys that the Williams got to come off the bench. Um, they need to get out. They they need to cut to the basket when they see them do that. And also, you got Al Horford only taking six shots. He only took six shots. I mean, he's supposed to take. He was two for. I think Al Horford to take more shots than uh, Smart Marcus Smart. Nah, man, bro, listen. Man, Smart gonna have a bro, ball listen. Hammer John at the time. No, but what I'm saying is Marcus Smart was taking a whole bunch of ill-advised threes last night mm-hmm. when the game got a crucial time. Yeah. Then you get the ball to uh, Al Horford. He hits you a three. You back in the game. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You got to get. I'm not saying Al Horford gonna get you 20, but he at least got to score more than eight. 
Yeah, you he, know what I'm saying? Yeah. He at least can get you double. He can get you double digits, but he don't get the ball. But his problem too is he goes down the three point line all night. But that's his game, right? So, but when they're winning, that's when Tatum and Brown is attacking the basket, getting other people involved. And he was he gets a lot of those kick corner threes. I agree with that, but do you know, if, if in the middle of the game, that's why it's called in game adjustments. Mm-hmm. If, if this particular night they didn't move to the basket. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? If, if you're not cooking from the three-point line, you got to start cutting and moving to the basket. And, I, and, I, and that comes with coaching. You got to tell them guys, okay, we're not cooking from the three right now. Let's cut to the basket. Derek White did what he was supposed to do. Why he stepping he, up? He's stepping up. He's stepping up big time because a lot of times, you know, he hit big shots that, kept, that either kept him in the game or moved them forward. And he didn't shoot great, but, nah, he, like shots did. but he did enough. Nah. Like, he hit some big shots. No, he yeah. hit some shots at the right time. Nah, he did not. He didn't play well. No, he did no, not. I'm not no, saying he, he doesn't seem like the shots he hit at the moment. At the moment that he hit him, yeah, that's what I'm like saying. Big shot, exactly. I ain't nah, saying he, he played great. He did not. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying he played nah, great. You just saying he hit big shots. He hit big shots at he certain times in the game. He had ball a few no. times in the fourth quarter. Yes, he did. He did, but yes, I mean, he did. But early on, no, he early in the game, he made some threes. Man, that's early. Well, big shots ain't early in the game. No, big shots in the fourth quarter. Big shots in the fourth quarter. At the big, end of the day, big shots are in the fourth quarter. True. So the, this whole notion his, when it was going back and forth, he hit a couple. No, shots. he airballed twice in the fourth quarter. He airballed twice the whole as a team. Well, they still got a team in the fourth quarter. No, he airballed twice in the fourth quarter. He had, in the last five minutes, he airballed one. He tried to the basket, missed a layup. He missed another shot. Bro, he was awful well, hell, in the Marcus last Smart two minutes. What, what, he, in the last Marcus, two minutes, he missed back-to-back We're three. not saying Marcus Smart played better. I'm not saying that. But you just try to put a case that this dude was just an absolute stud. No, in the I ain't saying he was a stud. He wasn't. I said. You did. You no, no, didn't no, no, say no, what he no, said. No, 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 no. What did I do say? We need to rewind no, you can rewind it. <laughs> we recorded. I said he made big shots throughout the game. In the fourth quarter, he played you know what? But it's a whole game, bro. You know what you're not throughout the game means? Bro. That means... Four, first, second, third, fourth he quarter. Made good, he made some timely threes throughout the game that kept him in good You situation. can't say throughout the game. The man uh, was, was the man still shooting bad. air balls. <laughs> I don't think he played bad. I think he did when they were going back and forth. Golden State would make a run. She's like, he hit a three. Or he'll get in the lane and make a basket. It just wasn't consistent enough. When they needed it in the fourth quarter, I think as a team they just struggled in the fourth mightily. And 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 the, and, the, and the top two players they ain't do nothing. And and, and as long as Jalen Brown and Tatum go, it seemed like everybody else just feeds off. And Tatum is horrible. He's shooting bad this series, though. Bro, bro, this, he's shooting like under forty percent. It's ridiculous for him to do what he's doing. He's complaining to the refs. Yeah, they're not. He's not them. making no shots. He's not even attacking the basket. I mean, at least Brown attacking the basket, but they not, but they not getting the and and they missing free throws. Yeah, they missed free throws. I, I just think Boston right now they they gonna have to do something. They gonna have to start coming with some motion, moving to the basket, and attacking the basket and get other people involved. Then they take over because it, right now Tatum star, Brown star, and we just had a conversation about Jordan and Pippen. Nah, Jordan Pippen wouldn't let this happen. Jordan Pippen wouldn't <laughs> well, let Jordan this happen. Pippen, we talked about it last week. Jordan Pippen was better. <laughs> They're better um, defensive players than I think Tatum and Brown are, especially on the wing. And they took that challenge mm-hmm. to make sure that the top player wouldn't be able to do what they're doing. Jalen Brown played well. Um, Jalen Brown, to me, is on his way to being Finals MVP. If they win that game, yeah. it's one hundred percent. He's 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 closer to Finals MVP than Tatum. Oh, without question, yeah. without without a doubt. It's yeah. just right now, man. We, we gotta. <sighs> I just feel like the way. Tatum is playing. He's not giving Jalen Brown help. 
When Jaden Brown need that help, he's not there to give it to him. Now, Jaden Brown does do some dumb stuff. <laughs> he can't dribble at all. Like, he can dribble. He can't. He, he has can no handles. He can dribble. Jalen Brown just he's a right hand dominant. Yeah. Something like that. But he can dribble. I watched a couple of plays when when that move he took Clay, he went through the legs. Jaden Brown has handles. He can play. Sometimes he's too right hand dominant, but he needs to really try to line and get his get his teams to the game, get his teams teammates in the game. But when I watch guys like Al Harford missing straight on threes, uh, your guy who you just talked about shoot two air balls. Marcus Smart not giving you much of anything in the fourth quarter. Um, Williams, Grant Williams, outside of that three truck, that trade that he hit, that was it. Um, you know, uh, he needs to be under the basket. Whether it's uh, was it Mitchell? The it was the other kid name. I think, yeah, I think uh, Pritchard. it was Pritchard. 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 Nothing. Over two. Nothing. He came out and pulled a three. It, it was a three. He shouldn't have shot. It's just too many plays he's making that leaving out there. It's too much money being left out there for them to to, to lose that type of game. Still can have a 43-point game. They survived it. Yeah. So they can survive it. Giannis had a 44 and 20. And still, and they still won. Mm-hmm. So you can still win those type of games, but you need more production across the board. Yeah. And you need more guys like from Pritchard. They need to step up. You're at home. You should be playing better. Marcus Smart played well, but not well enough at times. Not one of the crucial minutes. Yeah. There's too much money being there's too much money being left out there, man. I think this is what they lost at home. At least three. Yeah. Uh, they lost they, one every round. They, are, they already lost four, so yeah. it's their fifth. Yeah, so it's like they better road team than playing at home. So let's talk a little bit about, about something <laughs> happened in that game that transpired, though, right, that it's, it's been, been pushed out there, that narrative, and it's about Draymond and the way he's playing. So even that game, he got benched. Mm-hmm. D-Man, what was your thoughts on Draymond's play so far in this series and the fact that he got benched? And what do you think they're going to do with Draymond moving forward? I think they're going to trade Draymond. Draymond too Not much. next season, man. <laughs> In the finals. I, I, well, what he's going to do with him right now is this. <laughs> I don't know what you can do with him. I'll I just put him on the bench. He's not giving you nothing. But that's, that's what you're giving me right now. You, you Give me your thoughts on what you think they're going to do with Draymond in the remaining of this finals. They're going to put him on the bench. Okay. I, I would think this. At the end of the day, the way he's playing now, I mean, hell, there ain't nothing you can do. I would start Looney or whoever else. You know what I'm saying? Because Draymond, Draymond out there, it's like he don't want I – don't, I don't even know what he got going on. You know what I'm saying? He's he just not focused. He's just not focused. I don't care about the podcast and all this stuff. He got, he's just not focused. I mean, he's just out there trying to rough people up like WCW, WWF, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I just think Draymond, he got to get focused. You know what I'm saying? He just, he just not focused. I don't know what he got going on at home or what he got going on. But he's not focused. And 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 his play is showing it. Like, dude, you ain't getting no rebounds. You're fouling. You're not hustling. You saw a couple of times last night he had a chance to get an easy layup. He kicked the ball out. I'm like, what are you doing? Ben Simmons out here. I'm like, what are you doing? You all the way, you in the paint. And you passing the ball out. And you turning the ball over. So I'm like, I mean, it's just a waste of time with Draymond right now. If I'm Steve Kerr, <laughs> I just put him on the bench. Call it a day. Yeah, he's he, he an emotional leader of the team. I think at this point, bro, I think benching him last night sends a message, right? Like, he, he know he didn't like it because it was the heat of the battle, heat of the moment, game close. And hopefully Steve Kerr got to him a little bit. Like, stop the antics. Like, he's really playing like WCW out there. Like, he's grabbing, he's running people over. He's doing too much, but just keep it simple. 
Bruh, just get to the basket. You got open shot, just keep shooting it. They're leaving you open for a reason, but keep shooting it. But I think at this point, there's nothing you can really do if I'm Steve Kerr. Just play him, man, and just let the chips fall where they may. You roll with him this long, you got to ride with him out. <laughs> I mean, hell, they started a different line that went with Otto Porter to try to change it up. So Green has to start if you're going to do that lineup. Yeah. You got to start it because they have nobody else to rebound. So at this point, bro, you just ride it out. Well, hell, he ain't rebounding. But he's the only big they have if Looney's not going to start. Well, he need to start Looney. Looney playing, Looney's playing well because Boston went big pretty much a lot of the game. Right? Jared Williams didn't play a lot. Um, so they went big with Hawford and Williams like pretty much a lot of the game. And I think that dictated going back to Looney early. Um, but Draymond, you just you just kind of got to ride it out, though, honestly, and hopefully break out his phone. He's going to have a game, though, because he won them games where he's going to hit them line-up threes. He's going to be really talking cash money shit. You know that. I don't know what you're really going to do with him, though. I mean, if you really look at how Draymond's playing, he's not playing like he has more foul than points. But he has more foul than, than points, or he has more foul than attempts. As far as uh, shooting, but I think it's more fouls than points. Yeah. I don't see really what you can do with him because he's, he's such a integral part of your offense. He the one he does the main pick and he gets the ball out. Draymond has to be Draymond because without Draymond being Draymond, they can't win. They can't win with Draymond being just somebody, another player on the court. He's got to be the pest. He's got to be um, um, over anxious at times, just annoying, uh, physical. He that's got to be his play. He's got to have high assists, eight nine assists. He needs to have you know eight nine ten boards. Draymond's got to be Draymond. He's got to be that that personality that he is because without being that, they're not gonna win. Mm-hmm. So when I when I watched what I saw last night and them benching him, they just didn't see what could he do on the floor at that point of the game that was gonna help. They went more offensive, which made perfect sense. Mm-hmm. They need to spread the floor out a bit more. And normally Draymond would be the five, but they were Looney at the five. And it made more sense because Looney was playing better, attacking the boards, and giving them what they needed. And then you got Wiggins also attacking the boards, giving them what they needed. And that's what they needed from Draymond. Mm-hmm. Draymond's problem is, is that his play, he's let the antics and the, the additional outside-the-game resources affect his play on the court. Like whether it's – he doesn't want to admit it, but the podcast stuff, you know, that's been a problem for him because people are hearing what he's saying. They're giving him their comment, their, their commentary, and he's coming back because he's clearly paying attention to what's being said, and he's coming back with his own commentary. And I feel like that's not where you need to be at. Like, you need to be mentally locked in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whether you come in on your podcast right after the game. Right, exactly the game, right? You're still not mentally locked in to what's been going on. You so he's got to figure out like what's what works for him right now. If you watch the way everything's going, it's not working for him. So it's just it's just a thing where uh, he's going to have to figure out a better a better plan for himself because it's just not working for him overall, and, and it's distracting the team. It's probably getting like what he's talking about. He's getting involved in his play, and the antics on the court. Maybe going back to Golden State may help, but game one he was absolutely terrible. So what can he go off of besides what we've seen in game one? Game two was a little bit better. Game three was nothing. And game four, we just saw he got benched. Mm-hmm. And he even had something to say about it, but I'm not sure what could he really say. Yeah. 
it's just getting to a point where it's just, you know, your antics and what you're doing and your abilities is starting, is starting to match up. And that's the toleration of most people, or most teams and most coaches only going only going to allow what you bring in, what you, what you, what, what you can provide. You know, you provide more, they're going to tolerate more. You provide less, they're going to tolerate less. Mm-hmm. So he's got to think about it. He's got to do some soul searching for the next game because he's going to have to really get down to, like, what he needs to do to become a Draymond that, you know, we all been seeing for the last um, final since they've been in. Yep. Yeah. So he's got, he's got some work to go on. So, like, let's talk a little bit about what's the keys of the next game, game five for both teams. Ray, start off, what do you think the keys for the Celtics? And next up, the keys for the uh, for the Warriors as far as getting the victory. Defense and turnovers for Boston. And I think Brown and, and Tatum both need 30. Um, to take the burden off of Al Harford, off of uh, Marcus Smart, the other players. Like, you're the two big dogs. You get 60, they win. Mm-hmm. Defense and turnover, that's what the key is. And for, for, for Golden State, the others, right? Will I get more out of Jordan Poole at home? Will I get a better clay, right? Am I going to get something out of Draymond? So, for me, for Golden State, it's the others. Steph's been playing ball this series. Yeah, I agree with you, Ray. Defense and uh, turnovers for Boston, that's really what's been killing them in this series. And that's been a, that's been Achilles' heel the whole season is uh, basically turnovers. And, and, and like you said, Brown and Tatum, they got to get 30 apiece, which I know they can, but Tatum – Brown is heading that way, but Tatum's not. Tatum's not – and the key for me with Golden State, how long can Steph hold up? How long can Steph hold up? Steph has really put a whole lot into this series, you know, and, and making sure, putting the team on his back, getting baskets, getting buckets, you know, rebounding, doing it all. But the longer this series goes, and then like you say, the others don't pick their game up, how, how long can Steph do this? It's not like Steph, you know, 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, you know what I'm saying, carry a lot of the weight. But when when is going when is he gonna say as enough is enough? Y'all got to come with me. So Clay, bro. so so I agree with you. I think it's defense and turnover for Boston. Me personally for for Golden State, can Steph hold up? I mean, the keys to victory is going to be for the Celtics. They got to have that third score. First two scores got to play well. Yes, I mean, but they don't need they don't need thirty point games. They won game three with. Three players have a 20 and five. So they need that third score. They need a third, another 20 point score, and they need the first two guys to get 20 points. 40 there, get the third score, and then get to 60, have a good bench output. You win that game. They're the better <clears throat> team. We, we, yeah, we see it. We, we can tell. We, we know it. Um, it, taken, it took a historic performance from, not historic personally, but historic in general from Golden State perspective of, of, of Steph coming in there and dropping that 43 points and having to really carry that team in the fourth quarter because the scoring was there. It was really a clay, uh, uh, Steph clay show because Jordan Poole didn't get run in the fourth quarter. So you gotta, that's where the issues are. You know that they, you know, Golden State's not going to go away, but they're going to have Boston. You got to have that third score. You got to make a conscious effort to get the third guy involved wherever it comes from. If it's an Al Horford sighting, right? It's one of those games where we saw in game one, with them, whether it's uh, Marcus Smart, whoever it be, Grant Williams, you need a third score. Um, and then you need to keep playing intense defense. And whether it's Williams or if it's Harford, you got to come up on that three-point line. 
got to come up off that three. You can't you can't sag off and play that sag defense when you have Stefano because you know Stefano's going to rise up and shoot it. Mm-hmm. You got to give your team teammate a chance to get over that pick and get back into play. Now, when it comes to the Warriors, they got to get Draymond back to being Draymond. To really win this series, Draymond keeps playing like this, they can't win. <laughs> You know, I know because you know, if you've really been paying attention, Steph has had a good series, but Steph has not had a great playoff. Mm-hmm. He's actually not shot the ball well at all. <clears throat> and what's going to happen next is you're going to have you going he's going to have a game where he's not Steph. Yeah. Three games left. Boss just needs two. So you know, if Steph doesn't have a game to Steph, then it is what it is. And Clay, you know, had a, gr- a great game three, did not have a great game four. Shot the ball not that well, but had a great fourth quarter. You know that's going to have to happen. And Jordan Poole is erratic. So, and you got to really think that Antron Wiggins, can can Wiggins give you another 19-16 and 16 type game or 17-16 and 16 type game? Because that's not going to happen either. That's not consistent from him, right? So, and their bench really hasn't gave them as much as we, like, we think. They shortened their bench up. They haven't mm-hmm. given them as much as we think they could or they can or they've done in the past. So you you now gotta it's now gotta be a point in this series where where you know that if 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 the Warriors if if Steph plays this well but he doesn't have that second score you can put them away. So so like I said before, but when it comes to the Warriors, they gotta come back and and they gotta get that second and third guy to keep going. They gotta get Jordan Poole to roll. They gotta get uh, Clay to keep going. They gotta get these guys going. They got to get the shots to fall, and they got to play, keep playing strong defense, and keep rebounding. Mm-hmm. Offense rebound has been a key for them. They've been in every series they played in in the entire playoffs, they've been offensive rebounding at a high level. Yeah. So as long as they keep doing that, I think that's their key. They're gonna, they can win this series out. They got to play behind Steph. Now, Steph gets hurt, who knows what's going to happen. Um, but they don't do that. but if, if, if they play the way they're playing right now, if he can keep shooting the ball the way he's shooting it, they got a really good, strong chance of winning the series, man. So let's do a pick right quick, man. So because I think they're having, I think, if I'm not mistaken, game five is when? Tomorrow. Monday. It's Monday, man. It's not tomorrow. I mean Monday. I'm sorry. Monday, mm-hmm. game five, game six, I think it's Wednesday. Probably old Monday, game six. You know, so Wednesday or Thursday. Be, you know, Sunday gonna so, be seven if they gonna so be seven. they get the game seven. So let, give me a pick. Give me a game. Uh, so we're out. I mean, like we're, we're at the Saturday, but see, game. Give me your game five and game six pick. D, give me your game five and game six pick. I'm going with Boston both games. So so the series over. In six. This week. In yep. six. Ray? I'm with you with Boston in six. Over. Five and six. They win. <sighs> I got Boston winning, but in seven. Okay. I think it's going to be another game. So okay. I just don't see you it. You know they got prime time on Sunday with that game seven. That's true. You know that. I know that. Baldur's Day, you know they're going to have game seven on Sunday. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a game seven. Uh. All right, so let's jump into some other discussions going on, man. Uh, let's get into Deshaun Watkins a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> New York Times article came out. 66 women reported that they all had been arranged uh, massages with Deshaun Watkins. I'm not sure if all of them are stating that they went through the same similar situation as the 24 civil lawsuits. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as we came out, further information has been coming out more and more as we've been going through the process, right? 
So, D, man, give me your thoughts on this. Do you even think Sean's going to play this season? Man, I don't think so. I'm like, it's, too, it's becoming too much. And and I don't know, like like you said, now they call the, the, the Houston Texans as a defendant in the case. So, I'm like, okay. But at the end of the day, Deshaun, you got to be smart. You know what I'm saying? No matter what they give you, you got to be smart about this. You know, so – I don't. I don't see him playing. That's why they didn't really want to sever ties with uh, the guy who they had on there. Uh, what's my man's name? The quarterback last year, oh, Baker. Baker. But they did it anyway. They excused him from minicamp. So I guess they might know a little bit more than what we know. They said that Deshaun is going to play. You know what I'm saying? Because you just don't do it. You know what I'm saying? If a guy don't play. And on top of that, I'm pretty sure before they gave him 230 million, they had to know that this was coming. They had to know this was coming. So there's a lot there's a lot that's that we don't know that they already know. Because you're not gonna give no quarterback no two hundred and thirty million with, with, with this kind of foolishness going on. Not no black quarterback. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's be let's just call it what it is. You're not gonna give a black quarterback two hundred and thirty million and fully guaranteed and you didn't know that this was coming as an organization, the Cleveland Browns. So I, I just think I don't think he's gonna play, but if he do, you know, that's what that's that's how it falls. If I'm Deshaun, man, just um, if I'm there for just get it over with. Like, if you're going to suspend me, I, and I don't think he's going to play this year. I don't think they're going to give him the season because there's no criminal. True. Right? So it's all just really he say, she say. Money. And money at the end of the day. Um, so I think he may get six, seven games. He's going to appeal. Um, but it's a distraction now. Right? Your teammates not going to have to answer questions once training camp opened up. You know, it's just too much too much distraction. That, that's one thing about the NFL. These coaches do not want distraction. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's off the field. So, if I'm him, I'm like, man, Roger, just make the decision and get it over with. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if you're going to give me the max, give me the max and get it over with. It's not a good look from him just overall off the field, right? Like, it seems like every day is someone new coming out of the woodworks. Where there's smoke, there's fire, right? You know something went on. Mm-hmm. Now, all these people ain't lying. Even if it's just one person telling the truth, it's too many. So he got to get his stuff together off the field, which hopefully won't affect him on the field. But I believe he plays this year. It just probably be half the season. True. He's not playing. You don't think he's gonna be going the whole nah, season? Nah, he's not playing, bro. NFLPA not gonna let that boy get suspended the whole season. Bro. It's a lot. It's a lot going on the table with him. And the underlying issue is is the treatment days of these masseuse and women. I mean, they're all women. So they all been women. So. The, the, the underlying issue is the treatment of each woman. Mm-hmm. And each situation won its own problem. And when it was it was different when you had the 24, 22 class lawsuits because some can be frivolous, some couldn't. And because of the background, the lawyer has been a little shady. Mm-hmm. People just kind of looked at it as whatever it is, what it is. But as it's moved on, man, it's gotten even more uglier as the situation increased, and that news article didn't help. Mm-hmm. Now, the issue people having is why is the NFL waiting? Yeah. Um, what they wait on, they don't have any more evidence than they have now, and the league year has already started. You know, they can really go ahead and put the clamp on him now mm-hmm. um, or go ahead and, <clears throat> and, and and answer what his fate would be for the season um, and just move on and or put him on a exemplist and move on because yeah. he's out there training and prepared for the season. And maybe he, maybe in good faith he knows more than a lot than we do, but it's just right now I don't see where they're gonna let 
it slide. Where is it? Where they gonna let this slide to a point where? Because they gotta make a, they have to make a example mm-hmm. of him in in a lot of different ways. Um, because if you look at the testimony of a lot of these different women, whether it's news, whether it's just the article or the grand jury or beyond, I mean, this dude, you know, <laughs> had a fetish yeah. um, that is a little unexplainable, mm. right? Like it's just the fetish he had where it came to just being, you know, in these situations, getting different masseuses so he knew that he couldn't do like maybe he had maybe one or two at the most. Maybe maybe one or two at the most that he follow up on, but most time he would go get a new one. Yeah. So he knew and you know they were signing NDAs. So that a lot of them couldn't say anything. He knew like, all right, I don't want to follow up with the same masseuse because, you know, of the issues that it pertained. Mm-hmm. So he was strategically doing certain things. Yeah. I don't know how you can get out of that. And I, I I don't see it, man. I, I don't see what else can you really do. And what he's been doing right now, because yeah. it's, it's it came more strategic than anything else, and he knew there was a problem. Mm-hmm. He knew he has a problem. Yeah, he got a problem, and I don't know what else you really can do. <laughs> Big old getting, problem. Getting outside of what he's been doing, so I I feel like he's going to be suspended for the season. So do you question? Do you question the Browns give him two hundred thirty million? No. Okay. No, you had a listen. The guy is a very talented player, very talented quarterback. You had. Ele- Three more teams that were bidding for his services, um, and they all wanted him. Yeah, whether all three teams would have had the same issues pertaining to right now as, as he does. True, and the best better part for him that he is in Cleveland, not a big market. True, it's probably better for him to kind of be low key mm-hmm. than anything else because then it works out better for him. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I definitely think he's going to be suspended for the season. I think they make a decision for a training camp. Yeah, they have to. This can't just keep going on and on and on because it's it's too much momentum happening right now. And I think if they end up just making a decision at this standpoint, it's better for him because then you know, all right, this is what we do for the season, yeah. right? It's better for the Browns because they need to figure out what they're gonna do with Baker. Yep. Yeah. What do they do with Baker? But it's just excusing from they had a mutual, you know, from OTAs and all that. So he probably gonna. I, 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 I'm with you. I just think that. If they need to go ahead. The NFL got all the information they need, bro. You, you you got all the information. Just go ahead and make a decision now before he even go to training camp. You know what I'm saying? He can come in the facility and work out, but you just can't, can't play. Do, he can't still work out then. So, so if you can't – but they just need to go ahead and make a decision now and be done with it. Because the longer, the longer you hold on to this, and let's say, you know, he don't go to the, – the, the civil case don't happen until, like, the middle of the season. You know what I'm saying? So now, you know, you, you suspend him for six games. Everything comes by he got to pay these ladies money. Then it's a done. Not what you're gonna do. You see what I'm saying? So I agree with James. You need to go ahead and do it now. Just, just let it be up front. Just be done with it. If I'm the Browns, I want it now. Just get it out the way. Yeah. So, I think that determines if he's out for the season. Of course, you keep Baker. Right. Hell, if you he suspended half the season, I think you keep Baker. Yeah. Because now you're just tanking the whole season. <laughs> yeah. And you got a quality team. Yeah, they got they got talent. They got a nice team. They got talent to win the division. No no question about it. And they're not winning with Jacoby Jacoby uh, <laughs> uh Brissett. Brissett, nah, bro. And he on the roster? Yeah, that's who they picked up. Oh, I tell you, bro. Hey, bro. Some people just hang around the league, boy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, if you're gonna keep paying me them checks, I'm gonna keep taking Somebody them. Somebody just hang around the league. That's what they picked Jacoby Brissett up, so it's like, okay, what do you do? Yeah, it, it's gonna be hard for Deshaun to even build his reputation outside of Oh my gosh. Bro. Hey, it, it, it's getting worse and worse by the day. Um it's not a good look for him, man. I hope 
the young man well, but he got clearly got a huge problem that he needs mental. He needs help. Yeah, a lot of help, bro. And like I said, when you're dealing with women in today's society, and they throwing books at you. Oh yeah, you gonna get it, yo. You they throwing the book at you, and, and that's where I think when everybody was giving them, you know, the the the, the Texans was arranging this stuff. You gotta be smart. You gotta be smart in these situations, dude. You know, like, like you say, you can have the day going tomorrow. Oh, and and I, I, I and like you said, like James said earlier, he, he, you know, you got a problem, bro, that you gotta fix. Like you have, you gotta. It, it, it ain't just you no more. You know what I'm saying? It's you, your family, and your mama looking like, boy, what's going boy, I on? Raised you better, boy. Yeah, like, like I what, raised what, you what is going like on? This? So I, I hope he get it together, but I, I I just don't see him playing this season. It's that's, gonna why, be that's why he ran to that two hundred thirty million. I'll <laughs> be like, man, I'm on the jet tomorrow. Exactly. Matter of fact, send that to me to me now. I'm gonna e sign that. Man, so it's just not two hundred thirty million. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Good, so it's I'm a, he's, he's gonna get paid this season regardless. Regardless. So listen, the Browns must they, they listen. They the, desperate. The, the, the I, they might be desperate, they desperate, but this though. is the thing though. If you desperate. And this man can't play. Now you don't create another problem. But I think it's more long term. Like if all right, if you sacrifice one season, he still got four or five seasons and more. Right. That's how. That's how the Browns is probably definitely yeah. looking at it. Yeah. But the fans, or, or, or ain't. any or any team like Atlanta, but the fans ain't. Saints wanting them, Atlanta <laughs> wanting them. Like you know, like they looked at it more of a long term deal than yeah. just that one year. Um, and I think that's how the Browns looking at. It. That's why they gave him two hundred thirty million. Because of course they're not gonna give him two thirty. Just because. True. But you're looking at it long term. But he's still young. Yeah. Like, dude's a young kid, man. Hopefully he can turn his, his stuff around off the court, man, because it's, it's not looking good for him. But we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be some interesting times over the next few weeks. Yes, sir. Yeah, Goodell need to make a decision for real. They have to. He bullshitting. They man. have to. What about – so let's get into a little bit about what the Rams, what they got going on, man. The Rams no, making they, a lot of moves. They, they say fuck the cap. So <laughs> would you – you already started already. What's your thoughts on the Rams? What Man, do you think I don't about? know what they, bro. I mean, kudos to the Rams. They're locking up their key players. Um, they're finding ways to get around the cap situation, offloading a lot of the contracts, backloaded. Um, but they ain't winning now mode. Like, they're not waiting to develop nobody, develop no draft picks. They're going for it now. And I think a lot of teams may want to start wearing – Going to that model, yeah, it's cool to develop players, but the draft is hit or miss. You never know what you're going to get. And Cooper Cup, kudos, and he got a big deal this week. Aaron Donald, we talked about him. He got a huge deal, the highest paid outside of a quarterback. Um, the Rams going for it, bro. They, they are not playing around. Let's need in the, 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 the ownership group. Like they say, bro, F them picks, man, F that cap. Yep. And plus it going up every year. And I think that's what the, these GMs thinking when they's giving these big deals and offloading them to them off years. Mm-hmm. They know that outside of a pandemic year, the cap is going up every single year. More revenue, more TV money, right? And now that Amazon coming on, getting more money, and that's how you can afford all these big time deals and not worry about a cap situation. Yeah, I agree with you, Ray. I like you know the Rams. Are like man, look, we got now we know what it feel like to win a championship. I'm going to get. Me I'm going to give me another. Now, whether they win it or not, you know, who knows? But I'm going to have the team to get me there. Yep. And, and and guess what? You know what that does? That put butts in seats. Shit. And then Master Abba coming up. Exactly. He's going to get the money. So so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, keep doing what you're doing, Rams. Like, look, at the end, I mean, because guess what? That's what you got the money for. Mm-hmm. 
That's what you have the money for. If you're going to pay your players, pay your players. Don't be beating around the bush where we're going to just get relieve you of your team. You know, you can't just keep getting rid of people, getting rid of people. And like you said, you're thinking when you bring these guys in from the draft that they're going to be superstars. Yeah. It's a crapshoot. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? No matter who you bring in from college, from quarterback, receiver, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, DB, all of that, it's a crapshoot. So why not keep your talent that you already got, pay them, because you know what they can already do, and let's keep, it, keep the train moving. Let's just keep the train moving. So shout out to the Rams. Keep doing what you're doing. Going for it, boy. I ain't gonna lie. I agree, man. I mean, they are going for it. I'm not sure if this is a recipe that's sustainable for the future. Yeah. I don't think every NFL team can do this. But I think if you look at what they're doing, the players they're locking up are fairly young outside of Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald is not old, but I mean he's he's in his thirties. But if you look Cooper Cup, of course the quarterback is a quarterback. I think they already signed Matthew Stafford. They did. They did. Already. Yeah, I think they did. So the quarterback, the quarterback though. So you know you already got him. You already, but your your other core player, the wide receiver, um, Robinson Cooper Cup. No oh. Cooper Cup. You signed Robinson. You got Cooper got Cup. Got you got and you also have. Is Robert um, Woods still there? No, Robert Woods got traded to Tennessee. Tennessee, okay, they traded Tennessee. So, but you have Cooper Cup. You already have signed him. Then you got your number one receiver, Jalen Rams. I mean, corner Jalen Ramsey. So, and this is an opportunity to get Odell back if you still have something left for over there at the end of the year or the middle of the season. Yeah. It's it's perfect for them to – perfect storm for them to repeat. You know, a lot of players have – a lot of teams are moving on at the NFC. Guys been traded at the NFC. Your division got a little bit weaker. Mm-hmm. Outside of you, probably the Cardinals, the only, only team that probably your division that didn't yeah, not true. lose some some pace and talent. Um San Francisco going to a new quarterback. We don't know what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. So it, it for them, for those guys, it's perfect for them for the next two to three years, and that's what the winner they're looking for. Mm-hmm. That's two or three years. They're not looking for, you know, five years from now. Uh, they're not looking at the cap for a five-year win. They're looking for the next two to three years. And then you look at the NFC, like I stated before, you know, overall, Green Bay lost some yeah. something. Um, the top-tier teams, Temple lost something. So a lot of teams going to come back with a lot of question marks next season. Rams gonna have less question mark. Why not go for it? Mm-hmm. Um, my question, but based off like just what that theory is, and what as far as like the uh, with the Rams, when you look at a team like New England, who not going through a rebuilding job, but they're trying. Their division got stronger. Mm-hmm. Would you guys took the decision to make a defensive coordinator, Matt? Patricia, his name is Patricia. Or Patricia. Would you thought? Would you think to make a defensive coordinator your offensive coordinator moving forward? Hell no, because <laughs> that's what's going on with me. Hell no, man. Brady carried these boys for a very long time. Almost what twenty? What nineteen years? Mm-hmm. Right, and he covered up a lot of flaws with the Patriots. And now that you. Don't name an offensive coordinator or making Patricia like it makes absolutely zero sense with a young quarterback. Like you're just throwing your fishing royal in the water and hoping. Like, like, come on, Bill. Like you can have your unconventional ways of doing things, and that may have worked in the past. But when you got Tom Brady and a weaker division, you can win ten games every year. The division is a lot better now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just be going willy-nilly and, oh, I'm the great Bill Belichick. It's not going to work. So, Patriots not making the playoffs. Book it. Man, 
I, I agree with you fully. Like Bill, 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 thinking he, Bill thinking he's still playing the same old Buffalo Bills, the same Miami Dolphins, and the same Jets. Now the Jets is coming along. I'm not gonna say they're gonna be great this year, but I think they'll be a little bit better than what they was last year. But you're not playing the same Buffalo Bills, and you're not playing the same Miami. Now, and this is the thing: the Bills is better than you. Way better. <laughs> they better than you. And, 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 and Miami, depending on what Tua do, they're going to be better than you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at the end of the day, let's call it what it is. Bill just making some crazy decisions. And, I, and Matt Patricia, he ain't never been an offensive because he always been on the defensive side of the ball. <laughs> yeah. So why would you bring somebody and put him on the offensive side of the ball? He's a defensive guy. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and like you said, he got a young quarterback who I think is going to be he, – he, he's coming along pretty good. And I, I think he's going to be pretty good. But you don't have the studs on offense, you know what I'm saying? For him to make that decision, so I, I, I just look at this. This is going to be a debacle. I think Matt Patricia gets fired early in the season because I don't think the offense is going to run how Bill wanted to run, and I think he's got to make a change. But 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 what he's doing right now, uh, I just I, hey, Bill, you're not playing the same division as you were playing in 15, 20 years ago. I, it's going to be a mystery. We don't know what it's going to look like. <laughs> Everybody has an opinion right now, mm-hmm. and you know Bill does normally has a plan, but man, I can't understand what that plan is. <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting to see how he moved forward with this plan because, you know, a lot of guys. I mean, being an offensive coordinator takes a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's one of those things where if you if the top play callers in the league been doing that since for years mm-hmm. now. Matt Patricia is a very intelligent person. I'm not sure if that intelligence can manifest with with uh, within the situation. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes move forward. I I, I just don't know if it, it translates coming from offense. I mean defense to offense. It's going to be something that everybody's going to pay attention to. Um, and if it doesn't work out, where does the Patriots go from there? That may be the last straw that, you know, that uh, – Break the camel's back. That that Bob Kraft needs to move on from um, Belichick. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at this point, what can you do moving forward? So I'm very interested to see how that works out uh, because I know that it's going to be – it's going to be an issue. If it doesn't work out, so Bill, Bill could have said he was calling plays. If for, been done exactly, <laughs> exactly. Trisha, come on, man. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be a, a different. They're gonna have to figure some things out. But I mean, Bill is Bill. Yeah, no championship level coach at, at all different levels. Yeah. But we are gonna see how that works out. Give your give me your thoughts on Tyreek Hill stating that he felt like. That even though I'm trying to think how you how he phrased this, so I make sure I write. Even though, yeah, Tua, even though that his former quarterback, which you all know about, Mahomes, mm-hmm. is a has a better deep ball overall. He he prefers Tua's accuracy. Mm. Well, no, matter of fact, no, I think he even stated like he felt like even though Tua, he doesn't know that Mahomes has a stronger arm. He prefers to his accuracy, even in the, doing the D ball. Mm. What do you think that? What do you think about those comments? 
<laughs> nothing right now. Because this is the thing. You and Tua hasn't played in a, in a live game yet. And I think when you see it live and when you and somebody's coming at Tua and 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 in and, 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 and the heat of the moment, can Tua get you the ball? Can Tua get you the ball on the line where you're open? So right now, yeah, you can say what you want to say and, and how you feel about Tua because nobody's coming after you. Nobody's getting hit in the mouth right now. You're just going through OTAs. Let's see this by mid-season if he's had them same kind of um, <laughs> make that same kind of statement when the season starts. So right now, it, it don't mean nothing to me. I just think when the season starts, I don't want you over there turning over the Gatorade, Gatorade uh, container mad because Tua can't get you the ball in a deep ball or he can't get you the ball across the middle and you're losing. So we're going to see how that turned out. Man, he tripping. Bro, Patty made you what you are. You won't be cheetah without Patty. The arm talent that Patty had was ridiculous. Dude can throw, roll left, throw right, deep ball, right on the money. I ain't never seen too many times where uh, Patty underthrew or overthrew cheetah, bro. Without question. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, come on, dog. And like you said, once the bullets start flying regular season, now talk about how two is accurate. Tua is better with the deep ball. Man, come on, man. Cut it out, bro. Like, bro, you're just trying to make Tua feel good. Bro, yeah. You're trying to build confidence. And I get it. Right? That's your new teammate. Mm-hmm. They know he's on the clock. They're trying to make him feel good. But, bro, come on, Tariq. Stop, bro. Like, man, cut it out. Bro. Like, no way, bro. Not even on. No, no. no it's ridiculous, <laughs> bro. No, everybody, boy, need to be drug tested. NFL drug test cheater right now for making them stupid comments, man. I don't think it was stupid. I mean, it was, you know, you got to chill your own guy. And, I, and, I, and that's all I looked at it as. As a statement like, hey, this is my guy. I'm going to cheer him on. Yeah, I'm in I Miami did. now. I'm not in Kansas City. I, I do think, too, is very accurate. He's a very accurate thrower. But if he's – does he have the arm strength of uh, Mahomes? We know that's not true. Yeah. So, we'll see. But it's all going to show on the field. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was going to show him the fit real soon. We'll see. We love him. We'll work out. As soon as the season game, game one. You'll see it. And, I've, and I'm pretty sure we all it'll all be on display. We'll be able to understand because at this point, like you just stated, right, this is it for him. There's nothing else he left. on the clock, baby. It is what it is. And you can't move forward from there because everybody knows this is two his year. If it's going to be the year, it's going to be the, the, the whole line's a little bit better. Running games will be a little bit better. Receivers are a lot better. Mm-hmm. This is it for him. This is it. So we got to – Anything is on, on the table now for Tua, this is it, 100%. Yeah. Give me your thoughts a little bit on LeBron. We talked about LeBron, and, and I mean, we talked about LeBron in the past, but let's go back to some NBA basketball. LeBron made a comment about wanting to, to be an NBA owner in Las <clears throat> Vegas. Give me your thoughts on that. I think it would be good for the league, right? Um, I think the NBA – Probably was probably hesitant going to Vegas because of the whole gambling situation, but now that you see that the Raiders has moved to Vegas and how gambling has is more involved in you know sports, I think the NBA now will be open to moving to Vegas. And then what more, what better than a, a model citizen for us off the court, never been any issues, an ambassador to the game, a face of the NBA, to have LeBron as a owner of an expansion team and Vegas is a popping market. Um, I think it would be a win-win for both. Uh, will he be my minority or majority on this? Who know we'll see, but I think it'll be good for not only just the NBA, but just for athletes to see, okay, if I can get my money right off the court, I could be an owner one day. 
Um, if that happens for LeBron, I think it'll be great for the game. I think it'll be great for not only just, uh, you know, players, but just from the culture for, for for overall. Like coming from humble beginnings, now being an NBA owner, like Michael Jordan, majority, I think it'll be huge. And Vegas will be popping, man. Like when we went to the, the the All-Star game in Vegas, had a great time. The party was tripping, but we had a great time. But I think the NBA and now that gambling – is more involved in sports, not from like the, the sports bet. I think it'll be good for the NBA, man. I think I think it's a good. They ready. I think it's a good thing. I mean, now now now, you know, you got you got the the women's team out there. I mean, you got the football team out there. You got the you know the uh, hockey team out there. Why not put a basketball team out there? You know, you got all the other 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 sports out there. So. And for him to be an owner or a minority owner or just an owner, period, you know, it looks good from a standpoint of, okay, like you say, here's a guy who's never been in trouble that we don't know about. You know what I'm saying? That we, that never been published. Um, you know, it look, and, and for other guys who are in the league, like the Steph Curry and all them who time will be winding down, you know, they might want to put their money towards owning a team as well. So at the end of the day, I think it's a good look. I think the NBA would. It would be a perfect place for the NBA to put a team. I think everybody would go out and watch the games, you know, like they go watch the football games and things like that. And it, and you're in a central area where everybody come. You know, everybody goes to Vegas. You know, north, south, east, west, everybody goes to Vegas. So the team would make money, you know, by being in Vegas. And like I said, you got all the other sports out there. Why not put a team out there? And so I, I think it would be a good look for everybody that's involved. Yeah, I love it. I think for LeBron to want to do that, to already consider that be one of his puts once he retires, amazing. I'm glad that he's thinking about those things. They need another owner. I would love him to be an NFL owner because I think he has more cachet there. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, him becoming a being recognized as a billionaire, him now. Tiger. You know, Tiger. Man, um, um Jordan. Jordan. And, and that just says a lot about, you know, his his – Precision, his business decisions, and and being an NBA owner should add to that. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I find that you know him already knowing the location probably means more than 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 uh, <laughs> uh, that we uh, they, we already anticipate. Yeah. So I feel like that's good for him, and I feel like that's good for the NBA because to have that guy there because he's been an ambassador for the league for so long. All right. So I think that's a lot. I think that says, I mean, that's a positive thing for everybody. Yes, sir. Give me your thoughts real quickly on the Pelicans now now on the, the Pelicans making a decision now to offer Zion the max. Mm. I know we talked about this before a little bit, but they've already made the decision now. They're going to give him that $185 million this offseason. Ray, give me your thoughts, man. You're from New Orleans. You're New Orleans. That's what they call what they call y'all New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, mm. right? Whatever. <laughs> Give me your thoughts really quickly. <laughs> on what do you think about them saying at this point we're going to give him the max? Buyer's remorse. Okay. Right. I. I. Look at the end of the day, these teams flush with money. Um, I think it's a drop in the hat, really. But he hasn't shown to be healthy enough. There's the talent is there. Is the commitment to be there? Like, you got to show me you want to be here, right? Not just say it because you want a five-year 186. Like, I need you to get in better shape. I need you to, you know, be more committed, 
right? I don't want you if you hurt. I, I don't need you training in Portland, right? I need you to be a part of what we're doing and be 100% committed if I'm going to give you five years, $186 million. And he just hasn't shown it. He's, is the talent there? Yes. Like, the dude is a walking 20 and 12. Easy. Like, it just looks so he average, like, 20 and, like, 10 or 15, whatever, 12, on 60% shooting. Like, it's there, but I need more commitment. So, at the end of the day, I think it's buyer's remorse, and he may regret it if he doesn't stay healthy and be committed. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, it's more of a commitment thing with him. Like you said, the talent is there. But the commitment and, and, and all the things that, that that's led up to this point, you know, him staying hurt, him not being in good shape, him not just even communicating with the people in New Orleans. You know, you got to be committed. Now, the way New Orleans played Phoenix in the first round, did that change his mind? You know, and say, okay, look, I might want to be here. You know, you got C.J. McCollum, you got a lot of young talent out the draft, and you got a good nucleus, and he want to be a part of that. But, but if you're going to be a part of that, don't, don't get the money and now you start crying again that you want to leave, you get hurt again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think to me, he's a great talent. Would I give it to him? Mm, we got to go a little longer. I, I, I just got to see. Like, I, I, I would rather give him a two-year deal and guarantee money than, a, than, a, than a, like a full 185 mil guarantee. I wouldn't give him the max. I'm like, look, I just got to give you – because I got to see it. Like you give, not gonna accept the two year deal. I, I know I he's think, not. I, I know he's way, not gonna accept it. I'm I just, think the way the, the, the NBA, excuse me, the NBA's the way they're the uh, NBA PA set up. That's not even possible. So I yeah, they can't provide him with a two year deal. And so me personally, then is it a max deal or no deal? It's gonna be buyers remorse. I think. Like Aiden, Aiden. I think it's gonna be buyers remorse. I, I just don't see him being fully committed to them. And the way he's and like you, and like we always say, now it could change because of the talent that they have in New Orleans now, and they and I think they really got a tough team, and I think they got a team that they can make some happen if he's fully committed. Because if he's fully committed, they might go from being the AC to might be a fifth, you know, a four or five C with the talent that they got. Mm-hmm. But I, I I I just don't know if he's fully committed. Would I give it to him? Eh. I, like we always do, we do it off potential. Yeah, you got to give it to him. You got to give it. To, you got to give it to him because he can't. He can get you over the hump. Got somebody. Yeah, he can get you over the hump. But it's, I, I just, don't, I just hope it don't be buyer's remorse. Yeah, with CJ, with with, with, with Brandon, and he, and and he's that missing piece if, if, with him bringing this energy. Yeah, they got, they got something. They got something to build off of. They got a lot to build off of, and. They're gonna to have to offer him the one eighty five million because I don't think they have no other way to turn. Yeah, you know you still gotta put butts in the seats. Yeah, when he helps, like we like I yeah. told you guys before the, that playoff series start, I said if they can win, it means so much for the city of mm-hmm. New Orleans. City New Orleans will come support a winner. It mm-hmm. will, right? No I mean, for many years they had they can't support the worst. <laughs> The worst teams in the NFL. Facts. With paper, paper it was bags. It was in their zone, boy. Right? Even like though they're still in their brown bags. But at the end of the day, they still came to support. Yeah. And as they produced a winner, it became even bigger, and it became, you know, an overwhelming success and a success story for New Orleans and for that area. Yeah. So I think if the Pelicans do the same thing, they did the same thing when, um, when um, AD was there, right? They When they got to the playoffs, they came to support. Yeah. You're going to support a winner, so winning organization, winning formula. You got the formula now. You got the talent. 
you got to go get him. Yeah. Right? You got to. Right now, does, because he's the highest paid player probably on that team, doesn't mean he's the best. True. Right? And, doesn't, and it definitely doesn't mean he's the most important. But he's the most important for that, for that franchise, though. Mm-hmm. He's the most important player for that franchise because being that his talent and being that he's so marketable, he could take that franchise to another height. Mm-hmm. He can. That's one thing that I really got to see. Yeah. I want to see, can he take that franchise to the next, to the next level? Because he can be that person for He could be the jaw for them. True. Jaw's taking Grizzlies to the next level. Because ain't nobody was going Ain't Nobody, nobody was going, was going there, but yeah. now people probably, not only that, they got young talent. They got a lot of that young talent they got there now. But you're going to have some veterans want to come to Memphis now. Mm-hmm. I want to go play with y'all. I want to play with that young. I love the way they play. Mm-hmm. I love the way they act. You know what I mean? You come in there, you be a veteran presence. Mm-hmm. You fall in line. Right? But you're going to you get there, and the chance of being able to win becomes even greater. Mm-hmm. about that. Quick thoughts before we get up out of here. The Knicks are thinking about bringing Camelo back. What you think? Should they do it? Nothing else to lose. Shit, the Knicks. Right, the Knicks is a, a, a shell of themselves, but and they got a couple pieces, right? Like you got something to build around with with Barrett. You got uh, what's the boy left-handed? Uh, the, the boy from the uh, 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 number thirty, man. Jesus Christ, Randall. Randall. You right. got some pieces to build around. Melo, Melo gonna give you what he give you, bro. Like good score, great feel, good story. Going back to New York, they got nothing to lose by resigning, like signing him. Not gonna push the needle. We're not gonna push him to the playoffs. They're not gonna be the reason why they make it or lose. But yeah, that's a good feel story for Melo. Get your money, though. Get them last couple contracts. Hey, I'm with him on that. I mean, Knicks ain't winning nothing. So at the end of the day, bring him back. Let him come off the bench, or you can start him. Who cares? The Knicks <laughs> is gonna be the Knicks, and just ride out with it. Like you said, good feel story, Melo. Hey, it is what it is. They could easily get in Brunson, right? Oh, yeah, I forgot about Brunson. He's going to be a free agent. Tyus Jones. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we got to figure out what, what if Julius Wendell wants to stay. Yeah. Right now, Randall, Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish, R.G. Barrett, all those guys are part of rotation. Mm-hmm. So bringing in Camelo, he's going he's gonna to fit in that. Yeah. All my wing players, but it's a good veteran presence. But you got to yeah. give him minutes. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what they do. If they do that, that's a good – that probably should be his last Contract. year in the league. <laughs> should be. Right, that's coming home. Family. Yeah, come come home. You're done. <laughs> Let your family see you play. Yeah. Your kids play. Your kids play. You can watch your kid. Now you can go tennis games. You don't have to fly across country. Yeah. Now you can go in there and just get tennis game. Be very easy, man. I think that'll work out for him. Take your, your farewell tour. And it, it'll be easy for him. Had yeah. a great career. Yep. Will be a Hall of Famer. 100%. You can't, can't ask no more, man. Got that right. Home. Where you're born. All right, man. So listen, that was our last topic for the day. Very good, quick show for you know for something we came out of nowhere. No real. Normally, folks, we know we have when they laid out. That was a good <laughs> wing, though. We, we good wing that. We wing now. When today's our wing show, we we'll call it the wing show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The so, lemon pepper wing show. Yeah, yeah that's that wing show right here. <laughs> Let me get that seven piece. Yeah, let me get that Quick one in. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. So, Demon, give your final thoughts when we get out of here. Oh, man, great show, man. You know, even though we had to wing it, but hey, there's a lot of sports out here that we can talk about. So, it's a good show, and glad to be back in the booth with the fellas. And you know, we got some good things coming along. So, everybody be watching for us, and let's keep this thing going. Yeah, we out here, man. Uh, great show. 
It's always good to be back in the booth, man. It's just, you know, we, we argue and talk about sports so much via text and stuff, man. It's good to get it on wax. Always good to be around my brothers, man. And, uh, you know, yeah, we got some good things coming, man. So definitely be patient with us. We got a lot of good things coming. I got one, one more quick question. What do you guys feel about Drew Brees? <laughs> Basically, being X out of Man, NBC. You just need sports. to just go and just take care of other businesses and leave TV alone, bro. It ain't for everybody. Did you not? Did you, did you think he was good? He was okay. I ain't gonna say he was terrible. He was all right. Like he gave from a quarterback standpoint, knowledgeable, but it just didn't fit. Like he just felt like it wasn't natural to him. You felt like it was forced. Yeah, like it, it didn't was, seem natural. Like like his hairlines. <laughs> he, I don't know where he, he got that. He got that. Uh, he got that prime. Drew want to play football again. No, nah, he got that. What's I don't know if he want to play no more, but it just didn't seem natural to him. He got that. Uh, so Erlocker. <laughs> yeah, he got that Erlocker. That's what he got. He got that Erlocker. Yeah. And some people just not just because you played sports a long time doesn't mean you're gonna be good in the booth. No, people making big money. They don't True. make a lot of hey, money. I, I, yeah. Get your money. Brady might be the same. Brady way. already already offered Brady. They were already Brady the may coach, be bad. The Rams coach. He may be bad. Right, but right, but get people gonna bad. listen. People gonna listen. I don't, man. That's whew, that's a lot of bread, of, bro. Yeah, that boy, real quick. How they got rid of him so fast? They've already replaced him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, just go away. How you already replaced him? Like, what? How long? How was? How long was that contract? He's a few years at least. So he, man, that's that's, a that's bad. And BC said, look, just good enough to yeah, just it's go better away. to get rid of him. Just go away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, peace out, man. Do your other <laughs> Jimmy John's and your other stuff you got on the court, man. Just, just, just leave. <laughs> we gonna pay you just to leave. That was the issue they said. Like, be gone. All right, fellas. Well, listen. Like everybody said already, you know, you know, we got things coming down the pipeline. We say this every week. Yes, sir. So you know, I ain't gotta say it again. Y'all enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your summer. If you come out to the something to watch, and remember. You didn't hear the first part of well, you should hear the first part of the podcast. But if you didn't, you skip past that part. Make the proper um, uh, accommodations. Don't come blind. Don't come up here and get robbed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that, which probably won't happen. But if you if you do, if you're coming up here, please ask somebody who lives here locally or live around the area. Check your accommodations. If you get Airbnb and that joint has an N with an S E. <laughs> <laughs> or or North E or even certain parts of Northwest. Ask a friend. Don't <laughs> don't please don't go to one of these locations. You know what I mean? I can tell you if you know me, reach out. Our emails be on there. Uh, our Instagram. You follow us on Instagram, other places. Yes, go and hit us up. I would gladly tell you what that location probably looks like. I would tell you. I'm gonna be very transparent. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know when to get a room there. Like, yeah, that right there, like, get your deposit back. Exactly. Like, that right there is not safe. Uh, yeah, that area right there, mm, you don't want to go there. Sketchy. Yeah. Oh, Ben and Road? Uh-huh. Ben and the Road? Ben and the Road? Uh, nah. You may not. If you, are you not from around here? Nah, you didn't want to get there. It's, it's essence. It's certain logic to everything. Yeah. Ask somebody. Yeah. Just don't pull up. Yes, sir. Because you're going to be get pulled out on. <laughs> so, right. that's how it works. You dig what I'm saying? All right, Ray, man, get us out of here so yeah, we can get out of here for the day. Early in the morning, late at night. It don't even matter what time it is. Presidential rolling, RM, wait. Whenever I find time, it's okay. 
I got a career that takes my time away from women. I cannot convince you that I love you for.